Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. I need to shout out to my niece who said, quote, if you don't mention me, something bad will happen to you. So okay, getting that out of the way, Tom. Well, it's a Blumhouse movie. So if if there's a threat of being haunted by a, a little girl involved, then you, you, better, exactly. you better do everything you can to make sure that doesn't happen. Right. But also it's a Blumhouse. So it's like a uh, little girl. Something's going to happen to you. Something bad. Mm, that's true. Little kids. They little, don't fare well. Little kids don't do well <laughs> in these movies. Yeah. No. Hey, everyone. Hi, everyone. My name is David Bell. Uh, my name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched The Black Phone. The Black Phone. Never it's, it's... trust a magician. Oh, no. Hell no. Don't go anywhere near a magician. Specifically, especially if they're like a super goth out magician with a gigantic painter's van. Right. Goof. Well, isn't that just peachy king? You need some help? You see that? Yeah. <laughs> Would you hand me my hat? Yes, sir. I am a part-time magician. Are those black balloons in there? Would you like to see a magic trick? I was going to say the black phone is 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 the, the different from the red phone. You know, the red phone's like the nuclear football or whatever. The black phone's for right. when the president wants licorice. <laughs> That's good. Thank I you. like that. Thank you. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Emergency licorice. <laughs> Ghost licorice. Ghost this is a, licorice. Yeah. This is a movie. It, I, is. it didn't occur to me that we could have watched the Elvis movie. That might have been more fun. There are several uh, movies this is... out this weekend. All right. Uh, we picked yeah. the black phone because we're little spook heads. We love, we love the spook Because of course we did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is, yeah, it's e- Ethan, Ethan Hawk. Mm-hmm. Uh, kidnapping little kids wearing masks, yep, top yep. hat, uh, murdering, murdering <laughs> I, the shit out of kids. It's not funny, but I couldn't help but giggle every time they mentioned his name as the grabber. The grabber. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah. Like, that's a first draft name. But like, in, it is. in fairness, it is. Uh, uh, serial killers are always named by like the cops or the press, and it's always a first draft name. Oh, of course. They're not very creative. Yeah. Like the Night Stalker. Yeah, what the sense. fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, that could that... be like any serial killer. That could be anything. That could be a purse snatcher. <laughs> like... Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, what did you think of this film? Oh, um, I mostly liked it. I thought, uh, it, I I thought, thought it, was, it was. I thought it was fine. I thought it was okay. Yeah. I didn't like I didn't I thought it was fun. I had fun watching it. Yeah. I thought it was a little silly. Uh, There's a couple. It was indeed. Go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, I, Hypecast, we talked about this. It is very much a hat on a hat on a hat. Uh, I thought they were going to connect things in a meaningful way, uh, which not necessarily movies don't necessarily have to do that, but they introduce so many elements that it's like, surely 
something's going to connect this stuff. Uh, the weird thing. And they didn't? Yeah, the hat on a hat aspect is that the little main little boy who gets abducted, uh, his sister is has psychic dreams, and those and and so ha- one the main story story A is a little boy stuck in the grabber's basement, uh, getting phone calls on this mysterious black phone from the grabber's previous child victims, who are all giving him pieces of of clues that will form together uh, to help him escape, and that right. stuff. The phone that's just. Go ahead. It's just sort of there. Yeah. The phone's just sort of there and it pulses and they don't explain why it pulses. Uh, and, it, and it's just there. And then they're like, the, the killer can hear it too, but he doesn't want to accept it. So I thought like, oh, we're going to get some sort of lore here of like, why is the killer? Because the boy, it's like a thriller, right? Boy trap. It's, it's the, much more of a Ethan suspense Hawk. thriller than it, that it is a horror. Like there's horror elements it in a, it, but it's primarily a thriller. It felt like a thriller that someone told them to put jump scares in. Cause like, it's not a, the only thing that makes it a horror really is they, they pop balloons every now and then, you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, the general tone... I mean, tone, there, there's horror. There's, yeah, I was, was going to say, it's, he is a child murderer, so... It's close to, like, the tone of, like, Silence of the Lambs, where yeah. it's, like, right, you could you could call Silence of the Lambs a horror movie. Um, right. Because it's, 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 it, there's a lot of tone stuff, and just, like, the, the mood and the general setting and the premise are pretty horrific. But, um, anyway... Right. The, the 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 stuff with his... The ghosts, like, giving him information, that all connected well enough for me. It, the stuff that... The B-plot, which is his sister running around having psychic dreams, never connects to what he's going through. I don't know why they did that. I don't know why either. It's it's very, it's very It's the strangest thing about this movie. It feels... So, yeah. It feels like there's studio notes involved or something. Because I, I do understand... So you could make a movie just on a kid getting kidnapped and having to escape this basement. And it's just like Hannibal Lecter shit, you know? Mm-hmm. That alone is a movie... And it reminds me of studio notes I got where they're like, oh, can you, all right, we love this, but can you like tell the story out of order? And I'd be like, why? And they're like, because we want it to like stand out. Yeah. And it's like, but is there a narrative reason? And like, no, we just think it'd be cool. And that sort of stuff, I think, often can kill a movie. But then you watch a movie like this and it's like, maybe, I guess you that's the shit you have to do where it's like, can the kid be psychic too? And it's like, why? I guess like I don't know. We just think it'll be cool, and it's like okay, but it's completely unrelated. Like there's there's a black phone that's linked to ghosts, and then also psychics exist, right? Yeah, I mean that's not that's not it's not that's I think what's the strangest thing about it is that's not completely you know un un unexpected. Like to have psychics in a movie about ghosts, sure they're they're adjacent. Like right. that, they're the same kind of like they're in the same neighborhood of paranormal. So, but you if you introduce both elements, you would expect them to connect somehow. Like why is the boy having this experience? Like surely it has something to do with the fact that his sister has psychic dreams, and we learn that their mother also had psychic visions, but it drove her uh, crazy. She lost her mind and uh, killed herself. Right. Which made their, so you their dad something... Jeremy Davies an alcoholic. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would ex- a real piece of shit. Yeah. So you would expect that to connect, but it doesn't. Now, I, and I understand like why they have the B story. Uh, B, I, I feel like maybe somebody got nervous that you can't make an entire ninety hour and forty minute movie out of a single kid locked in a basement. It's like they were probably worried yeah. about running out of things running running out of story there it's like well let's have a b story with his sister so we have something to cut back and forth between 
Um, right. But it, it's it's just it's very strange that it doesn't connect, really. Yeah, and like I don't know, people listening, they might re- realize there is a successful movie about little kids who are psychics and ghosts, and it's The Shining. Uh, and the, the the difference is The Shining. It's like the psychics is that is why they can see the stuff, right? why they're sensitive to it so you almost need like it almost just needed like a line of like the son also has this ability you know where it's like these two kids who their mother was psychic and they grew up sensitive to like the you know uh uh everything paranormal and then he gets kidnapped and like it's special to him but the fact that they also make ethan hawk <laughs> hear the phone too mm-hmm like they they add all these they, they they did that I think just because they wanted the kids to talk to him at the end right yeah and there's I something I, I I think that's definitely part of it but let's put a pin in that because I do want to talk about the fact that Ethan Hawke there's clearly a backstory to Ethan Hawke that we don't get in this movie yeah it just I guess what it is is that a, they don't you know I don't ask that a horror movie explains everything right it's right. like ah psychics ghosts it's the fact that they had so many moving parts. That don't that connect. You felt, I felt the... <laughs> yeah. Like, they draw attention to it. It's stuff where, like... Yeah, again, oh, ooh, he can also hear the phone. What is the phone? Why is the phone there? Why are the kids talking through the phone? Um, and then they do stuff like... The, the rules are so arbitrary where the kids are like, this is the last time we're going to talk to you. And it's like, why? Why is it? You know, like, why? What? what is the the rules of, like, the clues? Why would they leave well, they the little ex- girl to the house with their bodies and not the house where her brother is getting murdered? Which I guess is t- the same l- right across the street. Boy, 70s. I think that's why they set this in the 70s, right? So There's a magician a- could own two houses. Yeah, that that's part of it. There's also no cell phones. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, the yeah. height of serial killers and abductions. Well, there's two... I want to address right. the two things you brought up. Uh, the phone... It's just the phone. Like, I, like the when the kid said, "This is the last time right. we're going to talk to you." It's because he's about to disable the phone to fill it with dirt. Right, but it's a ghost phone. Sure, it's not plugged in. And then later they call on the disabled phone. That's so true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I would for the uh second thing you. What was the other thing you said? Uh, that was also just like why the ghosts kind of um leading. Oh, that was. The house that I mean, that's the buried I, in. That's the idea that her. And we've gotten it throughout the movie. That's the idea that her um, visions are not are imperfect. Like right, they're not. They're, they're never exactly but again, what she wants. Yeah, but it's one of those things where it's. And this isn't really a hit against the movie. It. This isn't all ghost movies. Is that ghosts are the rules are arbitrary. Yeah, they're based off what the writer needs to happen. Yes, and I guess I felt it a little harder in this than other things. Um you know where it's it's i don't know, oh again overall i liked this movie it was just like a little sweaty overall the movie uh with the hats on the hats and then like the brother living with ethan hawk ziggy i really liked that actually i liked i well so did i watched this with hana and she pointed out that this that shit happens yes for real yes that's yeah. why i liked it i liked that the reason because because ziggy's presence okay so we we it's revealed that uh ethan hawk's brother who is played by james ranson which is why we keep calling him ziggy he played ziggy on the wire um yeah uh Boy, is, did he. is yeah he sure did is staying with him and that's like it answers the why here why now question because it's like well why doesn't the grabber just kill this kid immediately well he can't because his brother's there uh his and, brother's yeah, there, yeah. And, and it's like that 
if you look at like real life cases, it's dumb shit like that that ends up getting these guys caught a lot. It's just yeah. like stupid, mundane, everyday bullshit that pops up that they have to deal with, or they end up giving themselves away for some dumb reason. Um, right. So I actually really liked that wrinkle that it's he's been completely this like mysterious, creepy serial killer. His whole shtick is completely upended because his his fucking useless unemployed brother is crashing at his house out of the Doing blue. cocaine and yeah. trying to solve the Trying murders. to solve the kidnappings while he's out of his mind on cocaine. <laughs> I think what it is is that, before we get into what's good about this film, because again, I did enjoy this film. Mm -hmm. oh, excuse me, I just perped. Yeah, write, write down that time uh, code if you would. Yeah. No. No. Mm, do it. No, Tom. Do it, Dave. No. Do it. No. Um, <laughs> what? what uh, I think what it is about the writing is Again, there's so like like it feels like there was a lot of things they were trying to solve by adding more elements into instead of simplifying and trying to link it all. You Correct. know what I mean? Correct. Where it's like it feels like the 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 sister is psychic for like to solve like one thing. You know what I mean? This, like, I, I don't know what that thing was. It feels like they hit something in their script where they're like, well, how could the cops be there if this and that? Yeah. All right, let's make the sister psychic. And then they have to, like, build out based on that. And, like, it's one of those screenwriting things where you you it's like when you're you're building a house and you keep adding pieces to the house. And then by the end, it's like this big clunky thing. And you're like, OK, maybe I should have just put the bathroom downstairs and over here, you know, where it's like there should have been a I think they needed a pass to simplify the elements because it was, there was not no single thing was bad mm -hmm. there was just so many moving pieces and in the end they didn't all feel like like the brother like okay like you said it's like okay why doesn't he kill the boy right away i don't know let's give him a brother and then they have to do all this stuff with the brother that ultimately doesn't really do anything like he just kills him that's not all uh, this stuff the brother's uh, in two scenes but i, I see don't what know. you're saying it sort of reminds me of um the, the the ending when he home alones him yeah because that's all uh like that's all this very convoluted thing the ghosts do yeah does that make sense yeah to do, yeah um I, I agree with that um i think probably what happened with the sister is they wanted first of all they wanted a b story to give him something to cut away to i'm pretty sure that's that's what it feels like um and right. the story is about kids kids who have been abandoned or failed by the adults having to stick together to overcome it like they take great pains to show us that the brother and sister their dad is an alcoholic piece of shit like you know and the the kids get beat up constantly by bullies and teachers and parents never do anything to help them right. and like when the brother briefly escapes from the grabber like and screams his head off lights porch lights come on all around the neighborhood but nobody comes outside so like they right. the, having the detective character in this movie be the little sister makes sense but it, i think it would have been better if, if you're going to make her psychic it should connect to the supernatural bullshit that the brother's going through um otherwise just have her not be psychic she could still be the detective character and just have her do, yeah. doing like detective shit but as a little kid you know yeah here's the yeah here's the version i would do is you you have it just be little kid gets kidnapped uh, you could do the ghosts helping through the phone and then you just, yeah, like you said, you have the little girl dealing with her, her abusive dad and like going out and trying to help. Mm -hmm. And then in the end, maybe she like sees him through a window or something, well, she you know, collects clues and figures out where he is. 
Yeah, exactly. But then you have a situation at the end where it's like a little girl who's kind of helpless trying to save her brother. Uh, but then I guess it's it's that thing of like, they just, they set up so much that, uh, going back to why what I was saying where the, he home alones the kids, is the kids keep calling and they keep giving him ways to escape. And then in the end, they all, they all kind of, all those ways fail and he just has to fight the guy. Uh, and then so he home alones him using all the ways he tried to escape. And so it felt like it was like, well, the kids weren't setting that up, right? Like, I think they were, but there's a there's they didn't explain it that way. They were like, no. dig a hole and try to dig out. No, uh, they try don't. to climb out here with this cord. I, that's deliberate. And so they, that's then deliberate. it felt like they were like, yeah, it felt like they were like, OK, we need to pay this stuff off. There was a lot of payoff except for the fucking rocket ship at the end where he's like, I need a weapon. And he's like, you've had one in your hand the whole time. And I was like, right. The rocket ship that I've been wanting him to jam in his his uh, neck. And they were like, no, the phone. Well, there's there's a, like, oh, there's a there's a more huh. there's a more egregious one than that. Uh, but to, to, to back up real quick, I wanted to address yeah. the, the fact that the, the kids are just telling him the ways that they tried to escape, which don't successfully help him to escape. But each one gives him a new tool. Um, but that right. the ghosts don't set that up. That's deliberate. Right. Because it's supposed to come together at the end in like, a, oh, for the audience. Uh, so I guess, but it wasn't the ghost's plan, right? No, the ghosts weren't. The ghosts don't seem to know, like they don't know their names. They can't really give him too many answers. They they can only deliver a specific piece of information, and so right. every piece and the of information is all like ways they tried to escape, right? But it ends up being it ends up all everything they tell him end up coming together to help him home alone the grabber at the end. So it's like they, the yeah. ghosts don't necessarily know that that's what they're doing. They just know that they need to give him this information. I don't think, I think that works fine. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess the, the problem is that works fine in terms of we're watching a movie in terms of what does it all mean? That's what bothers me is like, okay, so the ghosts know they they don't realize they're giving him this information. Who, what's the larger mechanism at work here? Is it fate? Is it, is it this this some sort of ghost lord uh, trying to help? Because again, there 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 was this constant feeling, almost like Stranger Things, where you feel like okay, there's some larger thing here, you know, until you learn the answer in Stranger Things, where you're like, oh, okay, there's this upside down, and but like that's what it felt like to me. They kept adding these elements that I thought at some point they was all going to come together mm -hmm. and explain like something some driving force to it all sure you know that was behind why ethan hawk was the way he was uh i think why the, the rules of the kids and they never quite do that no they don't and i think i didn't mind it here um and i think it's excusable here because i don't think they do because what can end up happening is that can end up like the unknown is, is a perfectly uh, viable thing to have, uh, especially in a horror movie where you just don't know right. why the ghosts do or this or why aliens behave the way they do or why a, a murderer like Ethan Hawke is the way he is. Not knowing those right. things is perfectly acceptable. But it, be, it, it can become a crutch because what will happen is writers will often or lazy writers will often use that as an excuse to just have a character do whatever they need the character to do and just right. be like, well, you can't know what, what's in this ghost said. Um, I think it's, ex it's excusable here because it doesn't do that. You know what I mean? Like it's not, no, we it, don't need it, to understand they're, they're, why Ethan Hawke is the way he is or, you know, like we don't necessarily, right. it doesn't feel egregious that they don't explain to me what the overall force is at work that is allowing these ghosts to speak to the brother and is giving the little girl her psychic dreams. And like, it doesn't, there, there was never a point where I felt like 
cheated by not knowing that answer? I wouldn't call it cheated because again, I, I, I was along for the ride. I enjoyed the ride. It's more of like they've, they introduced so many elements that I just assumed there was something that was going to come together at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, where it was like Ethan Hawke has the same condition as them and it drove him nuts or something like that. Yeah. You know, like, well, they, it just, they were adding, they were doing so many rules. They were adding so many rules that it was, it was, again, it's the hat on the hat thing uh, that I think my mind automatically assumed there would be more to it, but it's not egregious that they didn't. It's more of like, I felt like I saw the seams a bit in this movie. That's like, I saw that they were like, you know, they w- knew they had to pay all this stuff off. Um, and, and so they were setting them up. And, like, again, that's a good instinct. It's better mm-hmm. to do it this way than to not pay shit off. Although, again, that rocket ship felt really weird to me. Because uh, they keep... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the other weapon? Is it the toilet? The top of the toilet? It's the, you could have banged it's the his toilet lid. <laughs> like, yeah. The, he's he's yeah. in a basement. The kid's in a basement that Ethan Hawke has locked him in. And there's, there's a functioning toilet in it that has the, uh, the, the lid tank still on it. And in point of fact, right. the kid uses the lid tank to bash his way through an interior bash. wall yeah. to get inside a meat freezer that he's not able to escape because the freezer's door is locked, but it's full of steaks, which helps him get around the grabber's dog at the end. But yeah, just the point is that is a that stuff like the steak. That was what I. It was like, oh, they really they want to pay off everything. Yeah, and it felt it felt little like once the steak came out, I was like, of course, like like it would have been okay to just like not pay off one of the things. Anyway, oh, ahead. I don't think so because otherwise, why? What was the point of the ghost reaching out to him, telling him ab- about that weak spot in the wall? So because that's the only honestly, the only reason it comes into play is because he can't escape through it. So the only reason it, it right. ends up mattering is because he gets the stakes out of there. Right. That's but that's what I mean is like I could really feel that that screenwriting mechanism. So like I I think less dead kids maybe would have helped or something like that. Where like it felt like they do this thing where it's like here's another dead kid here it's like Scrooge you know you're being visited by ghosts mm-hmm. and then they have to pay off every single one of them and so when you get to that point it's you're just watching like okay so he's what is he gonna give the stake to the dog how is he gonna you know like where it, it felt like they had too many elements that they then had to pay off sequentially uh, that it didn't feel that it didn't feel as clever as it could have been at that point if that makes sense it was yeah the ultimate reveal was a little yeah i i was i was expecting something a little grander but all it event i mean he ends up talking to four ghosts and they tell him to get a cable out of the wall he pulls the grate out of the window with it uh one of them tells him to dig a hole he digs the hole one of them tells him to bash his way through the wall uh to get into the freezer he does that uh and then the last kid i would have skipped the freezer I think. I guess. I mean, anyway. it gets him around the dog. I don't know. Um, you could have skipped the freezer. Everything about that because it was. They also introduced this completely new kid in that part, and they do this like elaborate flashback where he's playing pinball, and I felt like that just like briefly paused the movie to like introduce this character. You know what I mean? Like, well, we got that for the other kid that we hadn't seen too. Which one? The paper boy. Oh, the paper boy. Yeah. I don't know. Something about that felt. It was more of a montagey, like the the pinball kid felt like more like we stopped for this almost comedy beat. Uh, I don't know. It was fine. It's fine. Yeah. I just think they could have gone with one less kid. And I don't think they, I think that kid stood out as kind of like, I, I, I like, uh, it kind of stopped the movie for me a little bit. And then the freezer for the dog, just get rid of the dog. I don't know. 
Sure. But then I guess the dog can't bark. Yeah. Anyway, the the point is, is uh, it's all just it it basically it comes together just to make a very simple trap. Like he digs a pit trap. He trips Ethan Hawke yeah. with the cord. He falls in the in the pit. His foot lands on the grate, and he breaks his ankle. And then he just fucking beats him silly with the phone and and strangles him with the cord. Right. Um. So yeah. Uh. But yeah. This the the, the honestly the thing that took me out of it the most was the toilet tank lid. So I'm like the toilet yeah. tank lid. Well, so it's it's like a it's like a I don't know a one pound piece of solid porcelain like it, it or ceramic like you've seen saw right. right? You can it's a baseball the, bat. You can kill somebody with that thing. So yeah, that in the was like the most defense, what to they me. what they were trying to do because they set up the idea that the kid doesn't fight back right at the start and he has to like learn to fight back. But they don't they they literally just have the really cool karate kid who is cool as shit coolest kid oh yeah robin arreo i think was his name he was was cool as shit the coolest kid but they basically just have this moment where he's like yeah just step do like back back punch like it's a video game and then he's and then he's ready to go and it was like well shit that's all it took it it, it felt like there's a part where ethan hawk's asleep and he has to sneak up and he's just asleep there and the kids has his fucking sharp rocket ship and it was like man or you the, really should just jab that right into his neck. Yeah, or that toilet tank um, lid. Also, he has and, uh, he has to know, walk it, through the kitchen. Yeah. I, so I saw a movie recently. I think I told you about Tom mm-hmm. called I think The Boy Behind the Door, mm-hmm. and it's about two friends who get kidnapped in this terrifying house. Yeah, and one of the kids one of the kids gets kidnapped just because he's there, and the other kid was kidnapped for a purpose, and so the 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 first kid has to try to rescue his friend and it's really creepy and all it is is it's this kid in a house with a couple other people and that's it and he's just trying to get the fuck out and there's no ghost there's no psychic kid and it's really tense but it's also a film no one saw Mm -hmm. and the reason why is because it probably was ultimately too simple uh, of a film there's no gimmick to it Mm -hmm. and so i look at this film and i go okay this is clearly the more successful version uh, because they have to add all these elements, yeah. right? Yeah. But having watched that film, it really is in my head. It's just like I think they, I think the film, the boy behind the door, was too simple, and I think this was too complicated. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be an in between where I, I honestly think they don't even need the sister. You know, I think it could have been they, if they spent way more time. If they did, where he, he's almost you start the film or you. You get him in that basement quickly, and then we do that thing where he learns about each boy as the ghosts show up, and you keep it. I think it's interesting enough to keep it in that basement. Ethan Hawke, who we haven't mentioned, is interesting enough for that. Yeah. Uh, But it felt like the movie was, like, too scared of being too simple. Yes. And instead, it feels way too complicated to me. Uh, Disconnected, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well... I would say complicated, but that doesn't mean it's confusing. It doesn't mean it doesn't pay stuff off. It's just so many moving parts that it didn't. I don't know. There was something about it, like the editing felt a little rushed. There was. It was like it just felt like they were trying to do too much in one movie. Yeah, Uh, and so like it it felt like two different movies. You know, know, the movie about the sister and the movie about the brother, and it's like those should have connected more. Or yeah. And I think it made each story too rushed, I guess, is the thing. It also made it feel not satisfying enough. Um, and it, it, it uh, there's a lot of, like, just, I don't know. Like, they, uh, like, the idea that they were trying to make it so that it's, like, 
this little boy is not going to fight back because that's who he is. It never quite felt that way. So like I had to keep remembering. I was like, why didn't why don't you stab Ethan Hawke right there? Or why don't you do this? And it was like, oh, right. They've they've decided that the boy is bad at fighting back until he's not. But they didn't really get to spend that much time with that concept. So you don't really feel it as much in the scenes. Or at least I didn't. Yeah, I mean, they spent uh, they spent time with it because we see him get his ass kicked a few times by bullies it's just they didn't emphasize the right things in those scenes like they in those scenes they emphasize that his sister is is fiercely protective of him uh but like they don't they 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 set it up like they do the work they just don't quite emphasize like like they show like when uh his drunk ass dad is is just beating the shit out of his sister uh, because he doesn't want her yeah. to have the psychic dreams anymore. And he's standing on the other side of the room just shouting at his dad to stop, but he won't actually do anything. Um, right. And then there's a couple of scenes where he just sort of gets, like he, we see that he keeps having to be rescued from bullies by other people. And so they, they, put the, right. they put the pieces in place. It's just, you're right, the right things didn't weren't emphasized because I didn't, you're, you're right, like I didn't remember that about, like that didn't solidify itself he's kind as of, a, a he part kinda of his... Yeah, it just it didn't it didn't come across as like a character trait of this character. You know what I mean? Like we didn't. So you're right. Yeah. We don't feel it in those basement sequences where it's like, oh, he's not fighting back because he's he's timid. It just never came across. I don't know. They they needed to give him like like shaky hands or something that always happens when it when he can't fight back. They needed to give him like some sort of uh, visual cue for the audience. Is, or or they needed to make him less of a smartass because he's he like he's not afraid of Ethan Hawke when he talks to him. Really, like obviously he is, but he doesn't. He's just like, oh, you should let me go. The cops are coming. You know, like yeah. he's kind of a clever kid, and he doesn't he doesn't seem as scared as he should be in the scenes with Ethan Hawke. I feel like. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. They, again, a lot of moving pieces, and I think simplicity would have helped all this too. Yeah. Uh, it it all that all that said, like in terms of in terms of like something a horror movie to watch, I, I don't know. It's, again, I think this should have been a thriller too, because that's the other issues. I really like this director has um, he did e- Emily Rose right? Yes. And he did Doctor Strange. Yep. Uh, and he did Sinister. Sinister, yeah. And I kind of have the same issue across the board usually, which is that he can think up some really creepy imagery, but he he leans on jump scares so much. He does, yeah. And they're the most forgettable types of scares. And in this one, they did it again where the jump scares aren't even for any character. They're for the audience. Like a couple of the jump scares are things that we only we can see. Mm-hmm. And that just feels... Like oh you're just you're just making us jump yeah like I don't know I don't know something about that is feels cheap to me uh, and so like you take that stuff out it would just be like a really creepy thriller yeah and I don't see why it can't be that <laughs> um it should have been yeah I don't know if it's studio notes yeah. but it, or or if it's just a particular weakness of this director as we've pointed out it's a thing he does a lot um yeah yeah no i think this would have been probably better suited because there's there's a lot of things i like about this movie that we haven't touched on but i like i like the setting you know it's it's a it's the perfect setting for a serial killer story you know uh um visually it's great yeah in uh, using the the home movie like the 16 or or uh, millimeter um home movie style for like the psychic visions or the dreams or stuff i thought was a really cool idea 
He did that in Sinister as well. He has a thing for that. He does, but it's it's more it's more active in this movie, if that makes sense. Like we the sister becomes yeah, that does. part of them. Like she's like in like she gets into the back seat with the pinball guy when he's getting driven away by the cops in in that last right. vision. And I thought that was a cool idea. Um and obviously Ethan Hawk is a lot of fun as a creepy ass serial killer. Yeah, it almost goes without saying. Ethan Hawke is such a good actor. Ethan and Hawke he's so is, good at playing weirdos. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go ahead and say it, and I'm not like the first person to say this. So it's not like a, a bold opinion, but Ethan Hawke, I don't think has ever given a bad performance. Like yeah, he's, he's always he's, interesting, he's always good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I I just think, I I think, and it's the same writer I think and the director who work together. Mm-hmm. I think these two have such good fucking ideas, uh, and they uh, like the writer has great ideas. Uh, the director has a great sense of visuals, but they always pile on a little too much for me. A little me. too much, yeah. Sinister was the same, where it's like, those home movies, it was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then, like, by the sequel, they're, like, feeding kids to alligators, and it's like, all right, settle down. Well, yeah, but I don't, then there's I don't also, think, like... I don't think he made that one. I don't think they made that one, yeah, yeah for, in fairness. <laughs> but the first one, they still did... What, what is the demon's name? Bagul. Bagel? Bagul, yeah. Bagel. He's the boogeyman, yeah, you see. Like, He's the boogeyman. He's John Wick. But then they did stuff where, like, he would literally just do these ridiculous jump scares, uh, where he'd like stick his face in front of the camera, and it's like you don't need that. You're, you, you. It's like they're, it's like they're self conscious, where they're like, ah, is our scary movie scary enough? We better add some jump scares yeah. in here. No, I'm, sh- it's I'm like, certain honestly, that's it. It's like, yeah, we were talking imagine about Sinister without those jump scares. It would have been a. Cr- that's the thing is the jump scares actually make it a less scary movie personal uh, at least to me because it feels it feels insecure about its creepiness yeah and both of these movies would be scarier to me i think if they didn't do that so much i think it's yeah i i'm sure that's part of it where it's you know we've talked about how you can time like action scripts almost where it's like okay we need an action scene here we need an action scene here we need an action scene here so it's like in a horror movie they're like we need to scare here we need to scare here we need to scare here and if there's like no narrative reason for a scare you just put in a jump scare and it becomes it it it, you the movie loses me usually when that happens yeah because it's just like it becomes noise yeah it just becomes noise after a while yeah you have shocked my nervous system. Congratulations. Like literally anybody can do that. Like it takes it. it, It's like crafting a jump scare does take a little talent, but like anybody can scare anybody (laughs) with the right timing. Yeah. It's just, if the, if you make the music quiet and then you just have them jump out in front of you. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, so I don't know. I, I, I really wish they would let their movies have room to breathe. Because mm-hmm. again, Ethan Hawke in this amazing. Um, the kids did well too. The kids, are, I liked, the kids are I liked pretty good. The tone. Yeah. I liked the adventure kids element. Yeah, I didn't. I loved. Oh, I loved the the kid, um, the the sister being mad at Jesus. Yeah, uh, that was hilarious. It's really yelling at Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like what yeah. is this shit? It's yeah. Oh, so I pray to you every fucking day, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And that, again, those were the things that made me think, is there something else? Because she's like, maybe you're not real. Jesus, are you helping? So I kept thinking like, okay, she's praying to an entity that is giving her these visions uh, and she's questioning it. Are we going to learn like what that entity is in the end? You know, like we, they kept introducing those questions where it's like, thanks for giving me the, or maybe it's not you giving me these visions. And then like, 
adding a, a religious element and adding the dad being like your mom it drove her to suicide she saw the wrong things and so it's like oh ooh, what were the wrong things what was that like there's so many little offers they do that don't get paid off that i felt like they needed to just drop all of those yeah you know that's 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 the problem is that they kept kind of it's like when you tell a lie and you it gets too elaborate yeah exactly and it starts buckling under <laughs> yeah, its own weight it's todd margaret <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it's todd margaret where it's like sorry i'm late i missed the bus actually i missed the bus you couldn't believe this guy tripped me on the street and then you just keep adding to it and then it, and then it's like okay well you're gonna have to explain this more and more it felt like that they kept adding little bits that was filling out the world but didn't that it to me it felt like it was leading to something that it wasn't right it's it's uh, it's almost too big like i was saying earlier yeah i don't think it ever quite gets egregious enough where i felt like oh you just did that to get away with something um and not and, and you're not explaining it to me and that's like cheap that's not that's not fair um it never felt like that to right. me but like they do hint at a big enough broader world it, it would be like almost got to the point of somebody casually mentioning the gargoyle war you know where and and you're just like never referencing it again it's like okay if you're telling me that this world is like this 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 fantastical i'm gonna need a little bit more information (laughs) exactly and again they don't they're not they're not making bad movies these aren't bad movies um i would argue and this is I'm sure they would even, whoever wrote that, The Exorcism of Emily Rose is, in retrospect, one of the least responsible movies ever made. Uh, it's also pretty cheesy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, that one's rough around the edges. It has yeah. one good scare. I mean, it's a horror courtroom drama, which is, like, rock hard for that. But, unfortunately, it's about a real girl with epilepsy who is essentially kidnapped and murdered by our church and it's told in the version of but what if it was a demon and it's like yeah don't do that don't do that yeah Um, please don't yeah but i guess my point is that they have good instincts they have a lot of good ideas it feels like they can't control themselves uh and i have a solution for them what if this was a tv show the black phone as a tv show or a mini series i think that would be awesome yeah you mean like like the, the... you could add the psychic kid? Yeah, you could add all the elements. It's just you need more room. Yeah, that's what it is to me. Yeah. and so it's like if the, imagine a mini series where it's like each kid getting murdered. They like it very you know the kid gets kidnapped like at the halfway point, and you have more to room to introduce the town and the kids and 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 all the the psychic stuff. You could have the little girl have these visions for a little bit first before her brother's kidnapped yeah uh, no i'm into that yeah because it felt like there were two main characters too yes no 100%, and they didn't have room for either the, the, yeah both yeah. the brother and the sister are 100 percent co-main characters yeah right but they didn't like i could see a whole movie about a psychic girl whose brother is kidnapped yep we never see where the brother is and she's having visions that's its own movie yeah and then you know likewise the whole movie could have just been about the brother in the basement yeah 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 i just uh yeah I, it just felt cluttered yeah um i don't know not cluttered to me it was just it just was strange that the girl's storyline her her psychic stuff never connects with the supernatural stuff going on in the basement yeah she's just a psychic yeah yep just incidental psychic incidental psychic yep or incidental ghosts because like the fact that she's psychic seems to be the bigger meat of the story right because there's that whole history with her mom etc you know 
<laughs> I love how how shitty are cops that they're like, well, that little girl seems psychic. We're just going to go with that. The shittiest. Like, those cops did not question her for a second. I mean, yes. I mean, good on them. Yes. They were some 70s cops, too. Yeah, oh, those mm, glorious 70s they cops. Like they, they, yeah. Guys, they, they looked like they were supposed not, to be, yeah. um, like, showing Axl Rose around Beverly Hills. Yeah. They, they had that energy. They're guys that are not allowed to be in movies anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. Two heroes. Yeah, God less than for putting them in supporting character you know supporting actors um character actors uh anyway yeah um crap i lost what i was gonna say (laughs) no we were just talking about the the cops trusting the psychic oh sure which is fine yeah any any number of these true crime uh documentaries you see about uh cops hunting serial killers in in the 70s you know where the investigation techniques were, were much more limited uh like invariably they all say yeah we talked to psychics we were at the end of our fucking rope you know so right. it's not unbelievable case, it's, it's like just kind of funny doesn't even yeah they yeah. come to her because they heard it through yeah, the grapevine she had a psychic dream it's it's yeah. very much like the south park episode cartman's incredible gift uh when yes. he just pretends he's <laughs> psychic and the cop is like we got to get this psychic boy in there <laughs> just so like good. with no evidence <laughs> they just come to him yeah yeah, it it felt like oh, that man. where they come to her at school and they're like, "Tell us about this psychic dream you had," and she correctly is like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, that was great. Again, rock bottom cops. I was surprised that when they meet Ziggy, they weren't like, "Oh yeah, help us, please, please, cocaine man, you're psychic, but cocaine." Yeah, you're psychic, but also yeah. on cocaine. Does the cocaine give yeah. you psychic abilities? Yeah, please say yes. Yeah, it would be best for us it's- all if you said yes. Right. But then Ziggy's story, that's another movie in itself. And again, it it's like, uh, like I, I did like that element, but it also felt like, why is it there? Like there's, it's, I, you could lift Ziggy completely from this movie and it wouldn't change the movie much. Yeah, I mean, I, we you talk- just invent a new, they, they sort of give a reason where he's like, why hasn't he killed me? And he's like, cause you're not playing, you're not the, playing game. the game. Yeah. So it's like, you don't really need Ziggy. You don't. A lot, uh, but I, like I said, I did appreciate having that wrinkle there and having it be as dumb as it was because that's that shit did yeah. happen. Uh, and it's just, I always it, enjoy seeing Ziggy. And yeah, Ziggy's great. Anytime he shows up, I'm like, oh, we got a movie now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just yeah, it was really like pick a lane type for me. Whereas like they they didn't yeah they didn't give one element enough because they had too many elements. Is I think ultimately where I land on this movie is like you tried to do too many things. And so you didn't quite do any of those things, but it's a really fun to watch. Uh, it looks really creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. It's good. It's, jump scares. It's really could have been lifted out easily. It's really good at tone. There's there's, yeah. there's a solid mood throughout this film that's that I was re- that I really enjoyed. And yeah, it's it's a fun little thriller. Yeah, I just wish they would. I don't know. Yeah, it's messy. Do a couple more passes. For sure, it's for, messy. For sure, messy. And, and like, it, yeah, you you can you can easily see areas where that could have been tightened up and made this uh, a, a better film but it's still fine it's still perfectly entertaining it's yeah. it's better than most of the pop horror that comes out for sure yeah I, I would say I mean it's I mean if you take into account every horror movie being made I see, it's uh, definitely in like the top 20th yeah, percentile for sure right yeah but that's taking into account every horror movie that's ever made yeah I was talking about pop horror but yeah Oh yeah, yeah. If yeah, this is one where it's like you know you get those like best horror movies of twenty twenty two lists. It would be on there. Uh, I would put it low. Yeah, I think. Uh, 
it doesn't do anything that's going to stick with you. And it really is like if I had adv- any advice for this director, not that he needs my advice. No, he's he's quite uh, successful. Because who am I? Yeah. He's doing great. Yeah. But like seriously, the jump scares aren't working. I don't think they're working. They never really work. It takes it takes a very unique situation for a jump scare Here's, to feel justified or work yeah, for me. Yeah. Here's an example and this it's similar to what he does with the home movies in Sinister. There's an a, there's a moment yeah. in this film where it actually the jump scare idea really works and this is like an example of a good jump scare and it's when cuz it's not really a jump scare but it's like in the same neighborhood. It's when the kid wakes up cuz he hears the dripping. Uh, yeah. And then he like looks over and he sees this, it's this ghost of a kid that's like floating suspended in the air with his throat slashed and the blood is what's dripping on the ground. Like, I think that's. Yeah. And then he casually points. I love the kids like over there. Over there. Look at the phone. He's like, thanks. Yeah. But like, yeah. I, I, I like. Yeah. He's like, look at the phone. It's like, yeah, kid, I know, I know about, about the phone. The phone. I know about the phone. scaring the shit out yeah, of me. Yeah. There's, there's literally yeah. a line in uh, a line of, of, of water damage in the wall that points directly at the phone. So we're, it's, it's always yeah. the focal point of the shot. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I think like that's the way you do it like you you it, it's it's so it's more like a tightening noose than like a blah than like a popping balloon you know because we hear the tapping and we're like oh shit right and you know something <laughs> so you, you know also it's... you also actually see the kid in the corner of the shot before yes it's revealed, yeah yeah so, so it's it's more yeah. that's more like within the narrative and it's like something that the character is actually seeing and it's more about mood than it is about something popping out at you like that's the way you do it it's, yeah it's also a camera directed um like because I mean the best jump scare in my opinion is still the Exorcist, the Exorcist 3, three, yeah. Because it's a snap zoom, so it's like whoa! Like it, they, like the worst jump scares are the ones that do use a cut to do the scare, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, because that's really cheap. But like this, uh, and so another example that's wrong in this movie is that it, the first time we see a ghost, he's talking on the phone, and the camera just moves to reveal that the ghost is next to him, mm-hmm. and he doesn't see it. And it just like screams noise at us and like goes and puts in like, and it's like, you don't need to do that. Why would you do that? You just like made my nervous system like you could have upset. There's a, there's something about that though, that I did think was really cool and effective. And it's, if you took out the, you know, like the jump scare alert sound and it was just the ghost standing behind him because the rest of the scene plays out like it doesn't cut. Like the kid keeps pacing right. as he's on the phone and the ghost kid is moving behind him and kind of leans against the wall. But we can see that the ghost kid is speaking, but it still sounds like the voice coming through, through the, the receiver. Phone. And that's a cool that's effect. That's a cool idea. That's a really cool effect. Yeah, and you you can have the kid just like slowly walk in. You, and you to, could just... Like out of the shadows. You could literally just take the jump scare alert noise out of that. So you'd have a minute of like, uh, when the ghost is suddenly there. And as that continues to play out with the kid just behind him speaking in the phone receiver voice, that's fucking creepy. And we're not like right. ruined to the creepiness of it because we got blasted in the ears by a jump scare. You know what I mean? Right. I, w- I would have put the kid farther away so we can't quite see him. Yeah. They do, like, they do do like, that we, with one of the I ghosts. I like the idea yeah. that we... Yeah. I would like the idea that we never quite see them or something. They're always kind of in the distance or something. But it gets to this point where the problem is ultimately the ghosts are there to help him to the point that at the near the end, he's like the kid is helping him fight and they're both doing the moves and we're not scared of the ghosts at all. No. Uh, And so like after a while, you're like, well, you just tried to get in some extra jump scares because like well the kids aren't he's not in danger and w- like to jump scare that child that for just us is to tell us oh this is sinister and it's like but it's not 
it's he's here to help him. No, but that, I mean, there's still uh, the, it just feels weird. I mean, it's a sixth sense. Like the ghosts aren't malevolent, but they're still scary. But that's the point of the sixth sense. Yeah, is him slowly learning that they're not scary. I think that's so they're scary to us until they're suddenly not scary to us. Mm-hmm. In the sixth sense, they purposefully do that. Yeah, like by the end, they're they're a little unsettling, but they're not scary anymore. They uh, they do that here. Uh, like you point yeah, out, like with the the last kid where we it, it, it's the badass kid Robin Arreo, um who is like showing him yeah, how to he's fight. not scary at all he's not yeah. scary at all but the point of that scene is not scary the point of that scene is sad because that's when he has right. to say his final goodbye to his friend uh, so it's right. like been building to that where it's like the initial fear it's, of these kids and it, it goes from he's scared of them to he's like okay you're helping me to he gets frustrated with them because of their limited ability to actually yeah. say what they mean and be direct and then finally it's like first scare yeah sorry i was just gonna say and then finally it's like it's like bittersweet it's it's sad because he has to like right okay that's this is last time we're gonna speak you know so i think it's but that first scare is just for us correct yeah that's the thing that bothers me is that he's not scared in that scene it just there and again there was uh, in uh sinister the ones that really bugged me is like ethan hawk they do a pov shot where bagel just like pops out of his like to the side of his vision and it's like ethan hawk you couldn't see him standing there you know like they they use like they did a few scares where bagel just like pops into the frame from the side like he's fucking bugs bunny or something yeah just like ah and it's like you literally just jumped out at me are you fucking serious yeah like that is the laziest jump scare i've ever seen in my fucking life it's very funny if they're if they're just if they're just outside the frame it's just like, what the fuck is that? Like, that's awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I just think they lean on it way too hard. And they're not, they don't do very, the most of them aren't very good. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, just cut them out. Just cut them completely out. Yeah, honestly. This, this, yeah, this movie didn't need that. Mm-mm. No, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a cool idea. It's creepy. It's a, it's a decent little thriller. It didn't need to have the blah, you know? really doesn't most horror movies don't yeah um but it's always frustrating when it's stuff like this where you see a lot of good in the movie mm-hmm. and you're like can you not do that like sinister's the same way where it's like there was a lot of great ideas but yeah it's, i feel this like is, this is I, this is similar like i think i like this more than sinister but like they're occupied the same uh level of esteem in my mind where it's like ah they're pretty good but there's there's some there's there's mess there's mess there's mess and i think ultimately i've never i've never really nothing about them stays with me because the they the horror they draw from i love the ending of sinister but yeah (laughs) oh i mean i mean in terms of like creepiness or nothing ever from these films haunts me oh yeah or like makes me gives me chills or like makes me sad or makes me think like wow that was a really emotional moment uh because ultimately it's very like haunted housey mm-hmm. it's uh, a fun house yeah yeah and it's just shit jumping out at you and it never really feels like there's enough there to like really stick with me even with the the horror imagery is like it's very again it's haunted house it's let's put blood on this character let's put a, a scary mask on this guy you know and it's like yeah it's all kind of been done like they don't, I, I, it's rarely do I see anything that I haven't seen before, mm-hmm. you know, like bagel bagel looked like every other demon. Uh, and Ethan Hawke, the mask is cool, but honestly it's his performance more than anything. Yeah. I did like the masks. The masks were neat. 
They were neat masks, yeah, but you know, they just look like uh, like I was talking to people and they're like, "Oh, that's the one with the purge mask." And it's like, "Yeah, it is. It's the one where he's wearing the purge mask." Yeah, basically. Because it's all kind of so- from something else, yeah. Yeah. Every everything is derivative. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can do you can do more original stuff, I would think. Mm-hmm. But it's harder, I get it. Yeah, it's more difficult. Cuz yeah, like- it, it used to be in the 90s you could just do you could just do a boy being kidnapped probably <laughs> that that alone but uh yeah. now you have to add uh, so many more elements yeah, now you gotta add carnival ethan hawk with a bunch of masks yeah i do like that you never really see his face that was fun yeah yeah that was fun i mean i know what he looks like yeah i know i just yeah. thought it was cool i don't know <laughs> it's neat <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but that's the thing is uh, if you wanted to do that i'm not saying they should have but you get an actor that people don't know I think that would be more effective, right? Maybe. I don't know. I'm glad Ethan Hawke was there. Yeah, me too. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm glad, not, it, glad it was Ethan yeah. Hawke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. We love Ethan Hawke. Yeah, and he, he has fun with this. So he, he doesn't... He, play, he, plays, he, he plays it in an interesting way that's not, like, obviously menacing. Yeah. They're doing a whole thing where he plays Naughty Boy with them, which doesn't sound... It's, it's not as bad as it sounds... Um, he just he well it's still pretty it's bad. still pretty bad he like tries to let them escape and then he's gonna like beat the crap out of him yeah. with a belt yeah when they actually escape yeah uh it's his, his he's got a whole thing yeah, it's his game is he he has to punish the kids like that's his game but in order for him to punish yeah. them they have to break the rules first and yeah yeah it's a whole thing but yeah. i guess there's probably something with the the dad who's also abusive but again it didn't feel streamlined enough for me to think about what it all meant you know Oh, there's, there's, uh, there's, they drop hints about Ethan Hawke. Like he mentions he was in the basement a lot as a kid. Uh, that's what, yeah, that's when I, he started yeah. hearing the phone. Like, I'm pretty sure he was a child of abuse. At least that's what they're hinting at. Um, yeah, it seems that way. And it, the but fact that Ziggy seemed, he turned out all right. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with Ziggy at all. <laughs> Ziggy's doing great. Yeah. He's a wild, well, you know I mean, he's a wild eyed coke maniac who can't but hold that, a job. That is, Ziggy is a chance to have exposition, you know? Yeah about those things yeah. and they didn't really no but i think enough pieces are there that we get kind of a picture and i didn't ne- i didn't need to know yeah. anything about him to be honest um, no you're right you're right i didn't need to know anything it was just that they kept making these little offers that made yeah. me feel like i was going to learn more yeah i don't know there's uh, enough but, there the fact that, it ho- that his whole game is playing naughty boy it's like well that's you know yeah like it's yeah. they they put enough seeds there where you're like well he was probably locked in the basement by his dad who beat the shit out of him for any transgression and, and he now, came out yeah, yeah and now he's just grown up into a mask wearing sociopath um that's that's yeah. enough for me yeah i want to know how he makes his living if he's legit a magician <laughs> his his did you notice and his business is that... name is abracadabra <laughs> oh fuck. It's really funny to me for some reason <laughs> Yeah, he probably gives pickup artist seminars too. Oh hell yeah! I just yeah, don't know how he affords those two fucking houses. It's the seventies, man. You could buy a house for five hundred dollars. <laughs> that's true. That's true. He probably won them in a card game. He yeah. probably got it in an arcade machine. Yeah, yeah. He, he won. He won his second machine, house. Gives in a you claw the keys game, yeah. to the house. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, I think we're done. Yeah, yeah. So this isn't like the boy, you know. This isn't like a a train wreck. No. Uh, this is not this, this is also not a bad certainly, movie. No. It's just no, it's just it's, it's just messy. Fine. It's just messy. Yeah. It, it didn't yeah, it's one that like ultimately I probably wouldn't have done a podcast about because it's like if you like this movie good for you. You know, like yeah. I don't know. 
it, I I was entertained enough by it. It it I probably won't watch it again. Maybe I will, but it's that feeling where it's like, yeah, it was good. It's fine. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would say don't rush out to theaters. Watch on streaming. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. It's uh, th- this, this feels like it could have been like a Netflix release, but you know, whatever. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not hating on movies. No, for I mean, being I'm in glad the, the movies are back. Yeah. The movies yeah. are back. Did you get the trailer? They've returned, Dave. Yep. You get the trailer for that Smile movie? I did, and boy, they show you the entire movie. Yeah. I, so there was a teaser for that, and it looked really good, uh-huh. and now the trailer came out, and I'm like, ooh, never mind. I mean, it's a, it's an It Follows <laughs> like, knockoff, and the trailer sh- shows you every fucking beat of the movie. Yeah. it's. I love the Smile idea, and then uh, everything else. It, it, it gave me that Truth or Dare vibe. Mm-hmm. It's a real shame, because, like, yeah, that- the the first idea the imagery it's like oh yeah that's that's a that's cool, unsettling that's yeah yeah there's a way to there's a way to make anything yeah, there's a way to do that that'd be really creepy but i see you've gone and made some bullshit with that idea yeah <laughs> i see you you uh, you went off the with, a, with a shot did you know, the shot at the very end is straight up stolen from that uh argentinian horror movie terrified oh really yeah yeah that's a shame yep. they're just lifted directly from that movie yeah <laughs> i got really i got i got like the trailers made me really depressed because the, i uh, there was also a trailer for that fall movie it was called fall yeah and, uh, <laughs> and it was just like a bad cgi the tower worst and then CGI there's like the ladies. I've, I've, I've seen since mid 90s playstation games i was like boy right. i hope this is not like supposed to be real and sure enough right. it was <laughs> And it's one of those where it's like, what a cheap idea where it's like, oh, look, are you scared of heights? This is about people who are up high. And boy, they got to get down. <laughs> and that's the movie. Yeah. It's like, great. <laughs> I mean, great. it's been done before, yeah. too. Like, there's a... Yes, it sure has. Yeah. There's even a, a low budget, but decent Sean Ashmore one where it's they're stuck on a ski lift. Oh, yeah. I saw the the, the posters for that. Yeah. Yeah. And those those only, you know, those are ones where it's like they're 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 trying so hard to make 90 minutes you know mm-hmm. yeah where it's like you're a short film at best yeah, they're all they're all you... they're all clock in at about 82 minutes yeah yeah exactly yeah, barely longer than just, the lion king yeah they're phobia films they're just like yeah. we're appealing to this one phobia uh, anyway <laughs> and again i don't know i don't know folks hey listen thanks for listening everybody. yeah uh, we have a Patreon that I want to tell people about. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. If you go on there, you get exclusive podcasts uh, like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Muller's Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys are, are all for five of your human dollars a month. Uh, we also watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. Uh, we took a little break this weekend. Uh, there was no movie night. There was no hypecast, but we're going to be back at it this week. We sure are. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you know you can give us a review wherever you listen to podcasts, all that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's an option. Uh, please do it helps us out. Uh, we also have a store. Head over to uh, gameplayemployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on T-shirts, uh, stickers, posters, uh, mugs, all kinds of stuff. So check that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 all right. And my niece says hi. Okay, hello. <laughs> Let's be done. I mean, she's not here. I'm just saying, you know. I mean, bookending. I didn't know. You I didn't know. I didn't know if you, you were the... if you were speaking to her on a on a on a ghost phone. I didn't know. No, I want to get a ghost phone. Uh, I've, yeah, honestly, I feel like it could be useful. Yeah, 
Or not. They couldn't even remember their stupid names. Right, These yeah. Idiot like kids. My luck, I'd get a ghost phone that only lets me speak to, like, dead Prussian royalty from 200 years ago. Right. It's like, well, I can't use any of this information. <laughs>